Hit it. Welcome. You're listening to the WP Square One podcast. This is Micah. And this is Aaron. And we have a good friend of mine, uh, Brad Morrison, here that we are interviewing today. He is the founder and chief happiness officer at GoWP. How are you doing, Brad? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for uh, spending a little time on your busy day uh, doing all of the support that you do. Um, uh, but uh, tell me uh, a little about what you do, uh, you know, about GoWP and whatnot. Okay, sure. Yeah, so GoWP is a WordPress maintenance and support service. Um, and we have mo- uh, monthly subscription plans that people subscribe to. Um, we serve agencies, small businesses, and nonprofits. And then the service includes on the maintenance side, we do plugin updates, WordPress core and plugin updates. We do offsite backups, restorations as needed, um, and then uh, security scans and malware removal. And then on the support side, um, we like to think of ourselves as kind of a help desk for WordPress. So if you have issues that can be done, um, the plans include unlimited small tasks. So anything we can get done on the WordPress site, whether it's content all the way through to, to custom code. Um, as long as we can do it in half an hour or less per task, um, you get an unlimited amount of those in, in a, a support subscription. Um, and I think one thing that makes this a little bit different, there are others that provide this service, is that we mostly work with agencies and web professionals. Um, so people that are building websites for others that want to outsource their support to us, and we do that on a white label uh, basis. Gotcha. That makes sense. You guys also will do uh, things beyond small tasks, though, right? Yeah, we will. Um, so if it's something that's kind of out of scope for a, uh, for a small task, um, we do offer a medium task, um, which is up to one hour's worth at, at any one sitting um, of work, and then uh, a large task, which is up to two hours. Um, at this time, we don't do anything beyond that. Um, if it's something that requires, you know, we kind of think of anything more than a couple of hours that needs to be scheduled, that's a mini project or even a full-fledged project in some cases, uh, what we do there is we would uh, refer that out to um, one of our customers. Again, we're working with a lot of web professionals that are that are capable of and, and like doing projects like that. Um, so we refer that stuff out to our customers or referral partner. Sounds good. Cool. So as far as uh, GoWP and your involvement in the WordPress community, um, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, so I've lived in Georgia almost all my life, but in the Atlanta area, other than a, a very brief um, uh, a brief visit back around maybe 2001, I worked here briefly and then moved to the Savannah area. Uh, but I've been back in Atlanta for, uh, I guess, three years now. And, um, and that was one of the things. I, I, Atlanta is a neat place, and, um, and it a, has a very vibrant WordPress community. And I did not have that of, you know, we, we ran an agency for 10 years in Savannah, and Savannah is a wonderful town, great, great town to, to uh, spend some time in and live, um, but it's a smaller city, um, so it's been really cool uh, being here in a larger city that, that has so much going on, and on the WordPress side, I mean, we have, I think, over 10 meetups um, that meet regularly in the area. I heard you said 10. Did you mean too many? <laughs> 
Never too many air. <laughs> Just kidding. And, and you go to all of them, um, right? I, you know, I I'll go to the ones at least on the north side and uh, and Atlanta and in, in inside the perimeter. Um, but um, I don't make it down. I, I live on the north side, so I think one reason there's a lot in Atlanta is because Atlanta has so many different pockets. It's a spread out city. It's a huge metro metropolitan area, and so there are some uh, further east. Um, Micah, on your side, <laughs> um, the the Gwinnett area that that uh, is a little harder for me to get to, and uh, especially the, the the ones on the south side. So, uh, but the Marietta ones, yes, and I run the um, or co coordinate, I should say, the uh, North Fulton uh, WordPress meetup that meets in Alpharetta, and um, that's been we've been doing that now for. I guess almost three years and um, October, I think will be three years. So I guess a little over two and a half. Um, and it's been, it's been awesome. And uh, it's uh, we, we have a lot of fun with that. It's just a, some of my best friends that I've, that I've made here in the area are through the WordPress community. And um, I, I love I, the, the people. Um, I, I love the product too. I love WordPress, obviously have a business built around that. Uh, but it's really cool to to just uh, to hang out with with like-minded people. Yeah. So the sorry about the bad joke there. Um, there aren't too many, uh, but but it is it is spread out. Um, and it's I say there's too many because I can't make it to all of them. Um, and yep. in fact, like doing one next week, and I realize I scheduled that uh, at the same time of uh, Micah's. Um, I mean, it's probably, what, a 45-minute drive, you know, difference between the two, so hopefully we're not pulling, you know, too much from a different uh, group of people, um, you know, but it's uh, still still good to have such a big um, community, especially with our WordCamps, which uh, you are heavily involved in the Atlanta WordCamp, too, specifically uh, 2018. You are a organizer there. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, along with Mickey Mellon, we're um, um, kind of co-lead organizers, and then we have a group of it's probably 10 or 11, um, you guys included, um, that, that help us um, organize uh, WordCamp and uh, just a, a tremendous group of people and a great event. Um, so we'll, we're kind of already planning now for 2019 and, um, and looking still at venue options and um, specific dates, but we'll have all that kind of shored up pretty soon. And, uh, but we had, I think, over 700 um, tickets sold last year and um, aiming to, to kind of, yeah, I think there's even more demand here. Um, so, so we may go uh, increase that um, attendee count a little bit if we can. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, uh, it's a, a fantastic event, and it's it's I, one thing since being involved in that is just the scope of that that's run by volunteers. I mean, there, there's a hefty budget for for WordCamp, and people spend hours and hours and hours of time over the course of you know twelve, thirteen months um, even um, to get ready for it, and uh, and that's that's. It, it's something. So um, my I've, I, the eyes have definitely been open just in jumping into that to seeing all the moving parts that make a WordCamp happen. Um, and one thing about the meetups too, um, having the meetups, that allows people that want to either help organize, they can kind of, all right, let's start with organizing a meetup. And then also speakers. You know, we have a lot of speakers that, you know, I, I love the way WordPress can kind of grow at the edges. People that they just happen to show up to a meetup and then you know, three months later, six months later, they're speaking at a meetup, and then they go to um, Aaron's meetup. You know, the one, the one that he 
uh, organizes and then they go to Micah's meetup and they speak there. And so you kind of are able to really kind of fine tune the presentation that you want to give or multiple presentations. And then when WordCamp rolls around and you've got a much bigger audience in the ballroom, you feel very comfortable in giving that presentation. So that's cool to see too. Cool. So this is what you do for fun then? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Maybe. Now that I think about it, is that sad? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's sad. I mean, you shouldn't say that because you've offended all three of us on the, uh, on the podcast here. So, um, <laughs> but but I mean to to uh, piggyback, you know, off that it is it's a it's a community. So you know, is it is it work is it um you know is it what i do for fun kind of i mean yeah. you know it yeah it's it is cool i mean it's easier for me to make it to the ones that are in the middle of the day than you know versus at night um you know so i can't make it to those quite like yours i i went to once uh, sorry um <laughs> but um, don't worry it's not like i'm keeping track here I, I am so <laughs> i am too <laughs> but um Anyway, uh, well, tell us a little about um, kind of the the background of of GoWP. We we know what you do now, uh, but how did how did you start there? Yeah, so um, I started my own business. It's two thousand four in Savannah, and at that time, I, I didn't you know I had an IT background, so um, I wanted to. Uh, I had well, I say IT, IT and education. I, had, I was an, a technology coordinator at a at a K to twelve private school, um, and when you're a, you're at a private school where funds are tight, um, they kind of use you for everything. So being technology coordinate, coordinator meant I I taught seven periods a day from anything from pre pre kindergarten computer to uh, senior French, and I don't know French well, I'll be honest, and uh, and so I I was doing a little bit of everything and uh, and then fixing computers and maintaining the network in the uh, in the afternoons and evenings and uh, and so um, I really enjoyed I love the kids and I did like teaching a lot well um, I'm gonna say but, yeah can, define <laughs> sorry I have four kids so uh, yeah. when you say pre you said pre-kindergarten computing yes what, what is yep. that yeah, so those are four and five year olds uh, that are um, that come in. So they had a pre K um, group, I guess mostly yeah, four, four and five, and um, and so you're just teaching them how to to you know this is a mouse, this is the keyboard, and there are some little games that they can do. You're matching the letters, um, and so you we just did a number of different. We did a lot of like you know again this is a long time ago, so the equivalent of the equivalent of of uh, paint you know or some yeah. type of program like that where but, but it was um, very basic typing, um, just using the mouse, um, and, then, and then a few uh, specific games for that age that they could play. That's awesome. Okay, so that type of stuff now, like my kids do online, I'm sure I pay for some kind of subscription, um, you know, for like, uh, what, a ABC Mouse or yes. like that, yeah. you know, that, that type of stuff. So that, that makes sense. So, okay, that, that's got to be kind of cool to teach. So it was, it was really neat. Uh, I'd, they, you know, it's funny, like, like they'll, you know, raise their hand, Mr. Computer Teacher, you know, it's just very cute kids. And it, it makes your day when you, especially going from the little kids on up to the middle schoolers, which 
that takes patience. And, uh, and then uh, the, the high schoolers, you kind of have to stay a step ahead of because they're always out to get you. And uh, it's fun. It becomes, but they, you know, that's a, they, they like to prank and it's, it's just a different world. So it was very, um, it was kind of refreshing for the little kids. I really enjoyed the little kids because you don't have to watch your back as much. So you still uh, they really were, prepared I, I you for really prepared you for customer service, right? That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. So uh, and then so we so I I taught computers uh, and was the te- or I taught um, at the private school and was the technology coordinator and then I said hey I, I'm really interpre- interested in entrepreneur entrepreneurship and. I'd love to start my own company and, and build something from scratch. And I had previously worked at other companies, startups, and seen on the technology side. And and uh, there's a there's a rush to that. Of it's like, hey, and especially when you're building it on your own, it's like, you know, good or bad, it's you 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 built this, and it's you you feel proud of that. And so I wanted to do that at the time. I didn't know if um, I was going to do more hardware and networking or or uh, websites at, at that when you're starting out and you have no money coming in you say hey yeah i can do it i can do it yep yeah that's right that's right so i you know one of my first customers was a uh, uh a surf shop on tidy uh building a website for them and then on the hardware side uh, a, a lawn um kind of a commercial um lawn uh equipment sales company in savannah um setting up their eight computers and uh point of sale system and so I kept, you know, doing that for a couple of years and just trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And then I really loved um, the, I loved web technology and I, I, I love building websites. And so I kind of went that direction. And um, so I guess 2004 was formally when we were incorporated and um, we did that for, by my, I did it by myself building Joomla websites until about 2009. And uh, then I realized, hey, you know, Joomla makes it easy to do some things, but I've, been watching WordPress over here and it used to be a really nice blogging platform, but now people are using WordPress for so much more and it seems to be getting fast. It seems to be getting better much quicker than, than Joomla is. Joomla is kind of stagnant and WordPress is they're building all of this functionality into, into WordPress core. And at that time, I think it was around probably 2.8 and then with 3.0, um, you know, you have uh, custom post types, you have, um, something as simple, and I, I, Mike and Aaron, you may know this. I don't know what version where they actually put menus in the admin panel, and that it's I, crazy to say, but that's one thing that held me back. Me trying to do it not as a true developer, trying to to build websites for people. You know, I just it just made sense to me that okay, everything's here in Joomla, I can do that, and then things were kind of added to the admin panel, and it and it made more sense and made it easier to build sites, and so. Um, I hired Lucas Karpiak, who's still with us today, and um, he was our, our first hire, and um, he kind of um, took us down the WordPress path, and uh, we, haven't, we haven't looked back. Um, and then in 2014, we rebranded as GoWP. Nice. So the menu thing, uh, I'm pretty sure that was, yep. was that two, I think custom posts were in 2.9, but they weren't officially released until 3.0. Micah, do you know about the menu? Um. I don't know about the menu. Yeah, I think uh, it was around. It was around that same time, like like oh eight, oh nine, because before, like you had to use a stupid plugin to sit there and create pages as like menu. Like it was, it was a mess uh, before yep. that. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I mean just going into the um, editor and you know adding adding menu items. Um, 
it, that it just it did not make that didn't make sense. It, you could do it, and I I could understand how you do it, but I didn't understand why you would do that when you could just do it so easily over here in in another system. So makes sense. So and um, you know I. I I can tell you, you know, about the transition to GoWP if you want to hear that. Um, you know, we, we spent 10 years as an agency. Um, and so we kind of did a, a little bit of everything. And the, the short story on that is we got tired of doing everything. <laughs> um, it was uh, kind of a, a that's, a, you know, you guys both have worked in the agency world. You, you know that, um, especially imagine someone doing it by themselves, uh, by, right by myself. And then I have... Lucas, who's a developer, and then we eventually grow into project managers and designers. And you talk about moving pieces. There's so much involved in doing that when you're doing everything from logos to writing content for people to building websites to you know full-scale uh, marketing and paid ads management and, and everything. And so um, we, we kind of wanted to simplify that. And, uh, and so we, you know, no one on the team was really happy with the quantity of work. And, and on some levels, the quality, we were good at some things, uh, but we were not good at everything and we were trying to do everything. And so we, we tried to simplify around something that we were really good at, which was um, support. And so that's how GoWP came into being in 2014. So everyone kind of glosses over their transition, like, oh yeah, we did this and then we started doing that. But yep. I always kind of wonder, you know, how, like, implementation-wise, how do you make transitions like that? Like, what what does it look like to drop yes. customers or <laughs> convert them to the new system, that kind of thing? Man, that's that's a great question. And it, it um, fortunately, we had, because we had done this for 10 years, we had a lot of customers, uh, mostly small businesses, but we did have a lot of customers. And so... You know, I just sent out an email, a series of emails um, that said, hey, you know, uh, and keep in mind, I should say, you know, from a, a business management standpoint, I had looked at our hosting, right? And, and hosting, uh, we, we went from, you know, having our own lease servers to using a service. There were times where I had, you know, you kind of have pager duty. If the server goes down at three in the morning, you wake up and you fix it. And you, uh, again, 2004, 2007 probably was during that time. But the one good thing about hosting is that it's consistent income, consistent revenue every month. Um, and it's, it's stable and it keeps growing. Um, it's pretty sticky. People don't, you know, as long as you're doing a good job, um, they're going to stay with you. Don't give them a reason to leave um, and, and provide good support. Uh, they'll stay with you. And so we watched that grow and we said, hey, let's, let's productize support. We're doing we're building websites and we love the twenty, thirty thousand dollar project. We love doing that, right? But we're also in Savannah, which is a smaller market. To go and find more of these, we've got to do that outside of this market. Um, and so, uh, but we were we were generating quite a bit of income from the hourly billable um, task that we were doing for the sites that we had already built because we had a lot of small business sites. And so when looking at the numbers, we're saying, okay, if we can only, if we convert a, a small portion of these over to a monthly plan, um, this will really even out and it'll provide the same type of, of revenue, uh, recurring revenue that our hosting um, is doing. Um, so we had to, first of all, come up with a concept and we looked at the landscape. There were a few other companies that were out there doing similar. And so we said, how can we kind of productize this, um, distinguish ourselves, but make sure we're meeting the need on WordPress maintenance and support. 
And, um, and so I sent an email out to our customers and I, I really led with, we know you hate hourly billing and I hate hourly billing. I knew they hated hourly billing and uh, they just, they don't like, they're always wondering, are you charging me for this? And, um, and so I, I kind of led with that. It's like, we're going to, we're going to take that away. Um, so, and here's what the, the monthly plans um, include. This is the cost, gave our existing customers a, um, a discount on being kind of a first adopter and, and agreeing to go with it. And we actually converted a, a decent amount of, of customers who, um, who were using us or would be interested in using us um, for, for support, the support task. Um, so that worked out well for us. Uh, now, did that, was that enough revenue immediately to pay our staff? No, it was not. Um, we kind of um, got lucky in some ways. Um, we had some natural attrition. Um, so we just had people that were kind of moving on. One person was here on a student visa um, and she moved back um, and, and wanted to do her, her own thing. We had um, another, uh, actually two other um, employees that wanted to start their own businesses. And so um, we, we did have to go a lot leaner than we were at that time. Um, but the other thing is we did not cut, we cut new projects. So we did not take any new projects on. I say that there was probably a time where if something came in and I knew we could do it and we could do it well, we would take that for a, a few extra months. Um, but I, I, I can think of a handful of bigger projects that we, we just really focused on the next year of getting those out the door. Um, and that, that provided some, some revenue during the, during the switchover. And then we worked as hard as we could to, to generate new business um, and, um, and, and even convert more existing customers over. So it, it wasn't easy, but it, it was, I think we were kind of in a unique spot because we had been doing that for 10, 10 years. So. <laughs> I can edit yeah. this part out. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'll talk. <laughs> no, 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 it's good. So, I mean, coming, coming from the, the agency world, I mean, I, I get that and I can see transitioning could be um, really hard. Um, so with your hosting stuff, you guys don't do any hosting. We do provide hosting right now. And that was uh that was something that, you know, we, when we first started GoWP, we actually kept hosting and it was equal, um, I should say. So we had a, um, like four hosting packages. Actually, we had three. We had three hosting packages and three maintenance and support packages. Um, and we actually had some, some plans that were intermixed as well. So you could do kind of a hosting plus support. So, so hosting plus unlimited support tasks. Um, but but our, our goal was just to say, hey, you know, let's, we've been doing hosting a while. We're trying to get this new, so it's a kind of a second um, recurring revenue stream um, on the support side. So let's keep offering both of these. And uh, things have changed a ton in the WordPress, managed WordPress hosting world since 2014. Um, so, you know, that's something, it's awfully hard to compete with companies that are getting, you know, 100 million plus in funding. And, you know, and that's just not, not who we are. It was a small, small time host. And, um, we we took that service off of our site and we stopped selling that to new customers um, probably two years ago now, um, almost two years ago. And uh, and so it's been maintenance and support exclusively since then. 
we do still host sites for customers and we have added additional sites from our, our current customer base. Makes sense. I don't know. So, <laughs> so I'm kind of curious. Um, when you, we were talking about when you were getting into WordPress, um, you know, making the switch from Joomla. So yeah, I'm always curious, um, what made you take that second look at WordPress? Was it, had you been tracking it the whole time or was it more of, you know, somebody, you know, in the WordPress community said, hey, you should check this out or uh, what, what was that like? Yeah, so um, I'll have to think back about that. Um, I think at that time, because we had built Joomla sites, again, you're kind of doing, you know, Joomla was by far what we were using most of the time, but we were also doing OpenCart, I think, is that the name of it, maybe? Um, and then um, we were doing, there's a real estate CMS. I guess there were a, there were a lot of kind of, I don't want to say equal CMSs, um, but, but kind of fledgling CMSs, I guess, that did certain things. Um, there was no, as far as I, you know, there, there was no dominant CMS. It was really, oh, do you want to run an ad server? Okay, well, here, use this software. Do you want to, you know, do, are you looking to build um, online courses? Well, Moodle is the way to go. And so there were a lot of different packages. And so we, we tried to do a little bit with all of the open source systems. And so if a real estate client said, you know, this is what we do, then we try to do it this way. Um, WordPress was definitely in the mix, and it's always, can I do things, you know, more efficiently um, with whatever whatever I'm trying to achieve? But we were kind of, even though we were Joomla, we didn't brand ourselves as a Joomla shop. We were kind of platform agnostic. Um, it was really, what can we do from, with open source software to meet the needs of, of the customer? Um, so for just standard business sites, um, I guess I had probably always viewed WordPress as a great blogging platform um, up until 2000, 2008. And, uh, and then when you start to see, okay, you can build these, these small business sites easier and with more functionality because the plugin marketplace is, or the plugin repository is um, so much more mature, um, then you start saying, okay, well, this is just a better way than, than to build small business websites than Joomla is. Um, and then I think, you know, one, the, probably the, the actual trigger was I brought Lucas in. Um, I brought him in and I can't remember. I think we were actually trying to use another CMS at that time. And, um, and I think he might have convinced me, hey, we can do this in, in WordPress. And so we actually ended up building that site or, or whatever that it was. Um, Pretty certain it was real estate, but I don't know if it was just the real estate listings, if we were pulling in from, um, from a real estate transaction server, an MLS um, server, I, th I think we might have been. And I think we were able to get that done. He was able to get that done because he knew um, WordPress so well. So I think that might have been what convinced me. It's like, it's, it's pretty much on par or you know, better than, than Joomla. I've got a developer, access to a developer that knows how to, to, um, to code. Um, WordPress websites, and so I think that's that was the actual trigger. Cool. Yeah, I was actually introduced to WordPress by Adam, uh, Aaron's coworker, and oh, uh, cool. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Yeah, so that was that was actually funny. I it, and to your uh, previous uh, point of specialization, I used to have a lawn care company, and uh, oh, cool. <laughs> uh, originally, you know, it, I, I just did maintenance primarily, um, but I had named the company Lawn Care Unlimited, uh-huh. and I was constantly being asked if I did hardscapes or pools or yep. like <laughs> everything under the sun. <laughs> yes. So I changed my name and I stopped getting a lot of those. Um, so <laughs> weeding out the bad leads so exactly yeah. Yeah. you said weed <laughs> sorry not the nah. drug the uh weeds you know lawn care sorry that was pretty bad so so adam introduced me to um whatchamacallit uh wordpress also um and i fought it um because i i quit my job in 2008 and I spent, um, I picked 10 uh, CMSs that I thought were actually kind of good uh, or looked good, and I tried them all out. And I was, um, it, I wound up not landing on WordPress. Um, but um, in 2008, towards the end of the year, a friend of mine said, Hey, you know PHP? And I said, Yep. And he said, uh, I have a WordPress site. And um, I got in. And I did all the wrong stuff within uh, WordPress. Um, I, I did, um, and ye who are not developers, um, but I did stuff like select star, you know, from, uh, you know, post, or was it uh, WP underscore uh, post, you know, da, 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 instead of just the function to call in some pages and stuff. Um, I, but I knew PHP, and that's you know one of the things that I really like about WordPress. Um, even though it's not the right way you know to do it, you can pretty easily get into WordPress, um, the community, uh, or you know you can start building you know a website pretty quickly and modifying it without knowing you know everything you you know probably should know. Um, just I guess the bar is real low. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot you can do with it without, without coding. Right. So there, there's so much you can do just from a community standpoint. Uh, what, what, uh, Aaron, I'm curious, what, uh, word camp, what was your first word? So camp? this guy named Micah, um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, Russell, uh, fair and Micah, were going up to Nashville. Um, and I guess this was, was it 2012, I think, um, uh, and okay. we had um, Sideways 8, uh, which started in 2010, which is my company. Um, we started doing WordPress because uh, um, Adam was pushing me, you know, you got to use WordPress. And I wound up uh, caving, and I'm glad I caved. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so um, it took me a little while to kind of get into the community. I was, you know, using WordPress for years before I went to meetups and whatnot, but the first WordCamp was Nashville 2012. Okay, cool. Was that your first one too, Micah? No, I, I actually went to WordCamp Savannah in 2010. I was Or there. 09 or whatever it was, I forget. Cool. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We were probably that was, a, that was a, an interesting one. It's like, and I, I think it was a gap after that. They didn't, I don't know that they've had another one since in Savannah. I think that, that was kind of put on more not by the local community, but more of um, some of the people involved with uh, with WordPress. I think there were some people that lived there um, that were either employed by Automatic or the foundation. I think they were having uh, some company getaways on Tybee that weekend uh, or gotcha. that week. Yep. So that was why they did that, I think. But 
Um, but uh, uh, Aaron, you you need to also share not just your uh, first WordCamp experience, but your uh, a brief introduction on your uh, how we introduce you to uh, disc golf. Oh, yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> so we're um, we're going from Atlanta, driving from Atlanta to Nashville, and I was wearing I, when was it? I think it was April. Um, I was wearing pants and a, a shirt, um, which is as you should, uh, right. If you're going out in public, uh, nonetheless, we got there and I was like, they, they kind of pulled off. Um, they said, Hey, on the way, we're going to go to this little place and do disc golf. And I was, it was hot. Basically. I wound up like sweating the whole time. Um, Oh no, I changed shorts, uh, <laughs> while I was there, but that was interesting. It was fun. Um, <clears throat> something i don't think i was that good at uh probably uh but it but it was definitely definitely fun so i still remember the the phone call you made to your wife to explain and the and the description you used to explain oh, to her what, what did i was. say <laughs> i don't remember she's, she's like hey honey you remember that time we were in the field and people were chunking things at us he's like <laughs> we're doing the chunking right that's right <laughs> It all makes sense. That's right. Now. I, I <laughs> forgot weird. we were at a place in uh, near my house. I did not realize that they had um, little what are they, what goals? Are they car, called goals? Um, I don't know. But people were floating the little chain, yeah, chain, chain things. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know what they are. Baskets. Baskets. Yeah. We call them baskets. Basket. Yeah. Um, people kept uh, <laughs> shooting frisbees like at us, and I was like, "What is going on?" So yes. Um, I, I didn't realize what was, was going on there. So, um, not the safest, uh, thing in the world, but it is actually kind of fun, more fun than I thought it was going to be. Who, uh, who won? Probably, uh, Russell. Cause yeah, he had been doing a thing. lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> I've always seen people playing that and it looks, it looks fun. Um, but, uh, I don't think I can throw, throw a Frisbee well. That's the problem. And then you have so. these special frisbees. You have to hold them just right and get the right. I was going to say, they're not yeah, frisbees. They're discs. <laughs> you have to find the that's one that speaks to you. It's like, yeah. it's like a ping pong and table right. tennis, right? Two totally yeah, so. different things. So, <laughs> yeah. So what, why'd you ask, just out of curiosity, when my first uh, work camp was? I was just curious. Yeah, I didn't know. I knew in Atlanta okay. they have been going on how long? 2010, 2011. And, uh, and you mentioned about okay. getting in. That's another interesting thing that I'm always kind of curious about um, when we show up at WordCamps and we, especially when we're sponsoring and we're talking to people that are there is just, you know, what, what made you come here? You know, why, why were you interested, especially being an organizer? Um, and it's, it's uh, I, I've heard everything from, you know, oh, I just, uh, someone told me about it. And I just thought it might be interesting. It's like, do you use WordPress? Are you interested in it? It's like, not really. I just wanted to stop by. Like, that's like I've heard, you know, people that have like no connection or even maybe interest in what and they and they show up because it's like, okay, well, maybe there was a talk that they saw on the website um, that might be interesting. And and that's something that's kind of cool about WordPress is, you know, there's a lot of marketing talks and business talks and design and development. Um, and so it's uh, it's it's a big WordPress community and it touches a lot of different areas that can be helpful for someone. Um, with their business or, you know, if they're, you're a nonprofit worker, you know, maintaining or handling marketing for, 
for uh, your nonprofit, it can be it can be helpful. Yeah, that, so. um, the one in Nashville, um, I was I was really surprised at how uh, dev heavy um, some of that stuff uh, was. Um, you know, having three different tracks there was nice. I just sat there and the developer or Mike and I sat in the developer um, uh, room basically the whole time and stuff. Like I understood the majority of it, but some of it went over, over my head. It was kind of, um, kind of intense. Uh, Micah, do you remember those two ladies that were, that were there the whole time in the dev, the dev track? Yeah, they were what, like 60, 70 M. <laughs> Yeah, I would. Yeah, I was like, I was like, go, you go. Like, if you're following this, that was, that was, that was cool. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Um, Micah, uh, do you got a question? Sure. Yeah. Um, so it wouldn't be the WP Square One podcast if we didn't ask if you had to start back at Square One. Today, what would you have done differently? <laughs> um, yeah, g- good question. Um, so, I would have probably uh, made the transition, um, if not to go WP to product dive services sooner than we did. Um, I mean, you know, we there there we talk about happiness a lot at Go WP because you know that's kind of where if you go all the way back, that's kind of where things. Um, where things started. So my, at that time, my daughter, she was around two years old and she would, uh, you in her world, you were either happy or you weren't. And so she would say, you know, daddy, are you happy? Mommy, are you happy? Are you happy? And happy with her, that was a reaffirming thing. It was, you know, did I do good? Um, is everything good? Everything's okay. Um, are you happy or are you not happy? And so, you know, after you hear that, you know, a thousand times in a day <laughs> um, from a two-year-old, you really start thinking, hey, hey am, am I happy with this? Is, am I happy? I don't, I don't know. And you, you I, uh, started to think about you know, the business and it's like, am I, am I happy with what we're doing? And, um, and I, I, it really, I kind of came to terms with, I'm not, I'm not, I'm happy with the business that we've built. We've done a lot of things really well, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not happy with um, the quality that we're doing on some things. I'm not happy with going out and trying to get new um, recurring or new projects to kind of feed, you know, the 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 beast that you've built, right? You've got to you got to keep making payroll. You got to keep doing, and it's a it's a feast or famine cycle. And uh, and so I I would if I had to start back at square one, um, I would have built something happier um, and something that <clears throat> makes at least for me, makes, uh, makes life a little bit better. Um, and we found that by simplifying, cutting out the, the things that we weren't as good at and, um, and then building a, a productized service that has monthly recurring plans. Um, I would have done that sooner. Um, and that's, I mean, you see it with SaaS businesses. Um, and then, you know, there, there's a, a science and, and an art to, to, to growing one of those and building one of those and creating multiple income streams. Um, as you, as you do that, um, I, I would have, I would have done that sooner and, and probably gotten out of the consulting, um, or, or, uh, agency, um, side of the business. So that, that's probably, that's one thing. If I was starting over at square one, I would have just said, Hey, you know, let's, let's build a, um, a recurring business. Um, so, um, the other thing that I um, 
that I probably would have done. Uh, you know, we have for four years um, as GoWP, we focus so heavily on on our quality of work and on the dev side, the technical side of the business. Um, if I was um, doing things over um, again today, uh, or doing things over, I, I would I would probably get some help on the the marketing, the sales, and the customer success side, the non non dev functions a little bit sooner. Um, I'm really excited that that's where we are now. Um, we're building that growth team. It's been fun, and uh, and I, I'm I'm really excited that we have the opportunity to focus on that. But in many ways, um, we were very skewed towards you know, and and because we wanted to make sure that the quality was unparalleled, um, and we've learned a lot in that. But I, I think we we also could have had some support on the the other side of the business. So that's that's a second thing, um, and then and really the the third um, is we have, uh, I, I would have focused on the hiring pipeline and how to bring um, great employees in um, quicker and, and more efficiently um, than we've done in the past. There have been times where we've done a really poor job um, just in the, the kind of the, on the HR business function. And I think, we, uh, I think we've gotten better over time and I would, it would have been really nice, <laughs> but it's a learning curve. And, and so all, all of these things, these, these three items, I think you, you kind of, maybe we had to go through what we've gone through and it's, it's, a, it's been, it's really been a fun ride. Um, but I feel like we could even be even further ahead if we, if we had, had done this from the, from the beginning. So, and on the hiring side, one thing that we've done now is we've got, you know, automated online assessments, online interviews, some things that people can do in that pipeline without taking the time of the leadership on our, our side um, so that we know that when we do schedule a face-to-face, -face, um, we've, we've got someone who is very qualified uh, for, the, for the open position. So those would be the three things that I would, I would do differently. Nice. Yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> the hiring aspect, I, I had to, uh, to learn that as well. Um, <laughs> And in, in, in the sense that, uh, you know, a lot of times when you're trying to hire a technical uh, person, it takes a technical person to, to find that person. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I was that technical person trying to find people for a while and uh, realizing that uh, when you put the news out and you get a landslide of responses, uh, you need a system. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But And it can be, you probably found this too, like, Especially when, I mean, it seems like every hire, because we're small, we're small and growing, but every hire we make is a critical hire. It's important to us. And even in the, the agency days after we hired Lucas and we're adding, you know, two, developer number two, three, and four, it's, you know, one, one um, weak link there, you know, in, in the, on, the, on the dev side, if we're working on a project and it, and it goes south, um, it can have a, a huge negative impact <laughs> on the business. And, uh, and so it, it's just so critical. And, and yeah, we, we have not always done that well. So. And I also like the fact that you, uh, you actually use the term productized services. Um, I think a lot of people don't, don't realize the spectrum, I guess, uh, between services and products. Uh, yes. I, I hear a lot of people talking about, oh, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing, service-based business and I want to I want to start 
get into products. Uh, right. But I, but I think kind of like you hinted at, you know, maybe, maybe we had to go through what we had to go through to get where we are now. I feel like, right. you know, in order to make those transitions and, you know, you kind of have to go through some of these things. And I think productized services is a good, you know, it's in between product and it's in between service, uh, but it allows right. you to scale and do some good things. So I, I yeah, like yeah. And it's, that. yeah. And if, and if we're, if you're building something, you know, if you're putting all your effort into one thing that takes multiple users, that's, that's a product. If you're spending time to fix a plugin conflict, that's a service, you know, and it's, and so with us, you know, our maintenance and support, it's, it, there, there's, there are real people involved and the people, um, the, you're only as good as your people. Right. And so it's a, that's a huge focus. I think it would almost be, um, it's easier to exclude the people if you say, Hey, we're building a, a product. The people don't, they don't really matter. We're just, you know, plugging that in and making, improving our product. Whereas with us, you know, if you think of it as a product, the product is the service that our people are providing. So. Makes awesome. sense. So good. <laughs> well, thank you for your time. I know uh, you have probably a lot of support tickets uh, you probably need to get through. So um, <laughs> I appreciate your time. You guys want to help out. If you want to help out. With uh, those, maybe I will so, someday. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again. Well, thank, thank you all for having me. Really appreciate it. It's been fun and I'm um, excited to see this, this podcast. So thank you.